So this is a recording of Saido Tejaniya meeting with the F group for the second time on Friday, May 4, 2012 at the Insight Meditation Society. And would those of you who are speaking first raise your hand so Matek can identify you? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine. Okay. <coughs> okay. Um, thank you for um, the practice in this way. It, it feels richer, it feels. And thank you as well. <laughs> Um, I'll go directly to a question instead of saying how my practice is going. It's coming along. Um, if I could hear, if we could hear more about, um, what was the term? Properly aware and superficially aware. Do you say what that one she If there's no interest. In, then you're superficially aware. Sometimes the mind is just, um, it's just, it's just going through the motions, you know, it, it's keeping the dirasasandra, what I meant. There is an awareness, you know, that there's still, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it might be continuous or whatever, but sometimes the mind is just sort of doing it. It's not really engaged fully, and um, then it can feel, seem a little bit superficial. It's just talking about the quality of the awareness. There is times when it's like this or like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I thought it was much more complex. What did I push? Oh, to do sound loud. So when there is awareness and there is some understand, some wisdom or understanding, um, you can say you're properly aware. When there's interest, you'd say wisdom is there. Um, so he's always... Um, Talking about how good awareness is not like does not mean you are strongly focused into the object. It, you know, it's just this interest and this connectedness. Yeah. Oh. So he gives an example of someone who's focusing. So he was picking up a, a pen, focusing on his hand picking up the pen. And not and then after picking up the pen, wondering how he got the piece of paper in his left hand. <laughs> so yes, not this yeah, so just knowing one or th two things about yourself, since you can't say it's 
a good awareness. He says it's when you're aware of your being in the present moment as much as possible that you call that being in the present moment. You might be knowing body sensations, your feelings, things happening in the mind, as much as possible, whatever is possible. And then you, you know that you're in the present moment for yourself. So it, it's not really focusing so much on being aware of the awareness. He says yes, that not that alone. Not that could, that could be one of them, but not that alone. That's a slightly stronger awareness with wisdom. Uh, uh, my practice seems to be building up some momentum um, and at times it, it feels like there's a natural flow between um, objects and um, reflection on the, on the objects um, without me having to work so hard for that to happen but sometimes uh, Today, what I've been experiencing is that um, it's almost like the uh, the reflecting part um, like there's almost too much interest in the reflecting part, and it gets a kind of um, obsessive quality to it, like it's being driven by something. Um, so you're not just aware of the reflecting now, there's a lot of reflecting going on. A lot of reflecting at times and then it, um, the same question will come up mm. over and over in a kind of obsessive way. Yeah. And um, with pr progressive agitation in the mind and I'm wondering what would be the best way to work with that because at that point I think that there's some um, kalesa that I'm not aware of and it, I feel like I can't, ex I can't really trust the mind because it's driven by something that's not wholesome mm -hmm. so I don't know where to go with that. Okay. ตูโลอัตเตสอสอนซ้ําหมดเซนเจมูอ่ะป่านี่เลยเนี่ยเออเราเอเซเพียนน่ะแต่ไม่ดีนี่จ้ะเราไอ้เซนเจมูเนี่
So if there's too much of this, like you, you're describing, he says, then it's almost as though the mind is involved in, in the reflection. The mind is involved in thinking. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it's getting sucked into the thinking yeah. rather than being aware. I mean, no <coughs> reflection at all uh, would in, it can indicate a lack of of bringing of interest or wisdom. Mm -hmm. But then too much of it, it, you know, indicates too much involvement. Yeah, in, yeah. it almost feels like too much interest. <laughs> so it was all <laughs> 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 yeah. So it's getting to. Um, it's sucking you in. You need some balance, so you need to back away from it and <coughs> be aware of it. Probably some sort of greed. Uh -huh. Yeah, most likely to be greed. Mm -hmm. So, what would be the most skillful way of backing off? Just identifying that as an object? Thank What is the best way to uh, cultivate awareness when the mind is feeling overwhelmed and frightened? At that time, he says wisdom becomes more important than awareness alone. He says we, um, we, we can become too interested in just being aware. But he says if there is fear in the awareness, then it's not going to work. So he, he has a book that's called Awareness Alone is Not Enough. <laughs> so, so wisdom really needs to be injected at this point. So wisdom must come be um, brought forward, brought forth first. You know, you have to remind yourself of right view, try and um this bringing in of right view is particularly important when we need to observe any defilement. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, he says, as however strong a defilement is, he says, um, it is a a wisdom, so that's any wisdom, yes, a wisdom that has equal power that will allow you to then 
face that defilement and observe it um, in, in a wholesome way. I say my God too. So in in the yogi jobs, the first job is to to bring in right view. He says, so bringing in right view is is up to you. He has some suggestions for how to bring in right view, but you can use. I mean, in your experience with the Dharma, you you will have heard many angles of how to approach right view. So you need to root around and find something that works for you. Yes, and he says, until you find the right view, he says, you should not look at that defilement directly as an object. The other thing you can do is to use um, a skillful means is to alternate between the the defiled object and a neutral object to ground the mind. So you alternate between them so that the mind is always reminded of something neutral, comes back to it, it grounds it, the awareness is made continuous, it comes back to it but it's not doesn't get sucked in because you only look at it a moment and then you're back to the neutral, so you go back and forth and that is also helpful. <laughs> Yeah, there was a, somebody he met um, five years ago and the, the, the man's story is interesting but in the end so he had a lot of traumatic that would come up in every retreat and he had wanted to talk to the teacher about it but he had held back and um, and uh, something that he used to say a lot at that time is that a thought is just a thought he used to say just a tingling thought he used to say and um, but he uh, and then explaining various things around it and so that man didn't say anything about his story to Saido. He mentioned difficult emotions and all. Saido said blah blah blah, and then that was it. He didn't he didn't tell him the story, which he usually does in his retreat. And then when the interview was over, he was walking down. He was walking away from, and he was angry with himself that he hadn't told the teacher his story. Um, and and all the feelings were coming up and up and then he said and then he said and as he was walking away and thinking you know oh, why didn't I tell him and all he says his mind asked him so if I had told him what would he have said <laughs> <laughs> and then his mind said the thought is just in that moment and they had been practicing continuously at that time <coughs> And in that moment, the asking of the question, what would he have said? And the it just changed the direction of the mind. It, it reminded the mind of what the teaching was. And suddenly, he saw the truth of that. 
he realized all this stuff coming up in his mind was just the thought. And then it lost its power on him. He was overjoyed. He came back the next <laughs> interview and told him about it. Yeah. yeah. And he was usually never free of the, the traumatic. But then he was able to watch what what was going on more equanimously. That's been my experience. I'm um, I've suffered much trauma and I bring to every retreat, I bring fear. Mm. It seems to always, always be there. Yeah. And um, I remind myself, it's not, I am not afraid, it's fear is happening. Yeah. It's just a thought. But when then the situation arises, like being in this room, and um, fear seems bigger, mm. it seems not just a thought. Yeah. So remember to um to observe Objective. feelings, the feelings associated with it, that's the object. Mm-hmm. And remember, a feeling is just a feeling. You don't have to name it. Mm-hmm. Feeling is just a feeling. A thought is just a thought. Mm-hmm. Just being known. Something that's yeah. being known. A feeling is being known and the thought is being known. So I appreciated this instruction yesterday about recognizing awareness and it's kind of um, just helped me to see that it's all happening on its own more than effortlessness. And I guess I'm just, I'm curious more about mind and what we mean by the term mind. And I understand it as third foundation and that which knows, um, that which recognizes, but I, it's like, there's all this stuff within mind, and I just thought I'd hear Sayadaw speak more about mind and what is in mind. Mind, mind. Mind, just mind. When we ตีเรียรอโหตะตีอาตีตีตัดตัดตะบอรอโอเอ่อไอ้ตัวตะบาวะโหตะบาวะโหตะบาวะโหตะบาวะโหตะบาวะโหตะบาวะโหตะบาว
Lepas tu dia dah bawa lepas Dia dah bawa lepas Dah hari asal ni Lepas tu Yom dah betul Yom dah bawa betul Dia nak kubah sini Tidak ni Yom dah ni Kanzara lepas Kanzara lepas Nak buat tinggi ni lepas Dah kena lewa lu Tidak Ya Nak kena lewa sini นับรอโหจันเนี่ยฮาริอาเซ็ตเข้ามาพิเศษฮาริเซ็ตเต็มไปบอกโดดาโลบาลุงเนี่ยอะไรอย่างเงี้ยอะไรอย่างเงี้
There's no shape, no color, no size. You can't. Kita ro kima na dilo yare. Do a lolo man dilo yare. Lakanani na dilo yare. Yata ani na dilo yare. But you can know that the mind did its work. You can feel. Kalau palamago dia, tu ramu sign ini dia. Kalau lihat dia, lakanan dia, macam yata ni dia, macam cangju dia. Kalau palamago dia. Nasun tukar. Cangju. Ni dia cangju, we dia cangju. Pisau betul. There's four ways that we can access or understand reality. We can understand something is real by its characteristics. And it's all about understanding it. You cannot see it as such or experience it. You can understand it within an experience, like, but it's not the experience itself. It is the understanding of what lies behind it. Yeah? So you can understand it by its characteristic, you can understand it by its feeling, you can understand it um, because of the cause-effect relationship that is there. And there are proximate causes and there are more remote causes. Somebody asked him this. The person asked him, why is sound so called funny question. <laughs> why is sound called a physical object and not a mental object? Why the sound is you can call rupa? Why you not call sound is nama? He asked me like this. But because of this question I get the answer come from do. Do <laughs> Here. <laughs> because the sound is being known. He cannot know his sound. No. That's why he's become rupa. It's an object. Yeah. Rupa, not object, rupa. Rupa must do differentiation here. Papa and the world. Yeah. That we met. They are me out here. What I do? But they tell you, you look good. I am a good. But here in the next year. Yeah. Everybody got that answer that the other side. It's a rupa because it cannot know itself. So mind is defined by the quality that it is able to know. So if it's not able to know, it's not mind. He said there is a definition for rupa that it is something that arise that just arises, you know, it just it bounces around. I'm just being facetious. No, it the word in Burmese paupyane it acts up. Opposite always changing. Because of yeah. opposite situation and type and what mean pyong pyong. Yeah, so that's rupa. But that's just a technical definition. But he says then when you think of what mind is, which is that it can know, then it's clear that well sound cannot know, so sound is not mind. Yes. Now say to the beginning of again as you know. Say to a chance of my phone. Paramadu Piobi made what Tishimu Pishi Pilo Silly Lupio. 
wisdom mind object is reality or the principles of reality. Yes. There is something called a path and fruition mind. The object of the path and fruition knowledge minds is Nibbana. So each mind has the object that matches that mind's quality. So with our um, defiled minds or our inside minds, it is not enough to understand Nibbana. So while we are having just insights, he says, in the mo those insights about just reality, are not yet understandings of Nibbana. So, those are understandings about the reality of conditioned reality, Namarupa. So, while there's a Vipassana insight, we cannot be in understanding Nibbana. It's only the path and fruition, you can call them insights, they are called jnana, path and fruition insights, knowledge. those knowledge, yeah? path and fruition, So the object of vipassana is still nama rupa, but that ultimately... So Nibbana is a reality and Nama Rupa is reality, but they're different kinds of reality. Conditioned reality and ultimate reality. So when the path and fruition knowledges arise in the mind, they know or understand Nibbana. So Nibbana is not the mind. So we don't need to be able to see Nibbana or try to attain Nibbana. We just have to purify the mind to the point that it's able to have path and fruition knowledge arise in the mind. But that's also not our work. That's also the work of the wisdom itself, of the wisdoms that we, we, are, we are trying to gather. He says when he says, you know, it's it's not our job to try and attain enlightenment. He said when he was young as well, he tried to do that. You know, they tried to they tried to find out what enlightenment is like and then try to recreate the experience. But the experience is not the understanding. He says we think that if we put in effort, we'll be able to get it. He says that's why he doesn't like to define, he doesn't like to define Nibbana in any way, because if you describe it in any way, because you know you can only reference it, 
when we reference it, the only way we can reference it is our conceptual understanding of the words that I use. And then he said the yogis quickly get it. Particularly if concentration is very good, he says the mind is very um, good at creating experiences for itself. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I have any uh, questions. The instructions have been very, very helpful, especially today on uh, delusion, because I think I was getting caught a lot between aversion and greed, mm. and it was the subtle sense of self that was making everything stick. Yeah. I guess the one funny thing, which also was in the instruction, was once I saw that, I kind of maybe spaced out for a second, mm. and then sort of checked back in, and the delusion was back. I was like the sort of telling the story of how I did this and, and all that. <laughs> yeah. And then I sort of saw that and then again like checked out again and then there was like maybe the idea of me talking about this mm -hmm. here and I was just yeah. like delusion is just keeps it's like, it's like a, it just keeps <laughs> up like all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's maybe why you guys say like constant mindfulness. <laughs> because it's just like in one just I mean maybe it was not just like that, maybe it was like you know, a minute or two. But um yeah. yeah. ก็ပြောတယ်အဲ့ဟိုဆင်းမောဟာကြောင်းပြောတဲ့အဲ့ဟိုအဖြစ်တယ်တဲ့သူကအားထုတ်နေတော့ဟိုသူကအဲ့အ
an interesting thing to see. Mm. And I was like, I don't know if being out of touch with reality is stressful somehow or something. I don't know. Do <laughs> ตัวนั้นมันมีอัตราเสียสแตนเซชั่นมั้ยมันมีอัตราตัวเดียวตัวเดียวเดียวอัตราเสียสแตนเซชั่นมั้ยมันมีอัตราตัวเดียวตัว
He says, but Vipassana Samadhi is not a, sam a Samadhi built from... Um, uh, is a Samadhi built from right view. Because Samadhi is steadiness of mind. With right view, uh, we remove aversion and delusion and attachment or clinging. So um, because of the steadiness that is brought from right view, he says, and then we, we attempt to then bring that steadiness from moment to moment in every moment of awareness. That's Vipassana Samadhi. And when we apply it continuously, he said it slowly, very slowly gains momentum. And very slowly, gradual, increasing of the power of that Samadhi. Yeah. The power, and, but it's uh, not of a focusing kind, it's of a steadiness. It's of a, a well of steadiness in the mind because of the continuity. And he says then because it, 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 it's grown in a steady and um, you know, relentless way, then even if you should stop being mindful and all, it, it also doesn't drop off so quickly. It also takes time for that momentum to <laughs> ဟိုလိုဟီဟာရီကြတော့ဘာလဲဟိုမာရဲ့ကွန်စင်ထရေရှင်တယ်အိမ်မာရောင်းဇောင်းဒီဖြစ်နေတဲ့ဟာရီက
in a party, you, that awareness can still carry on. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you're alone. <laughs> whether you go to the because it's not dependent on the object, it's about the awareness and the momentum of the awareness itself. And right here. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm not sure I can speak. <coughs> um, in our last group, someone asked a question about dukkha, our pleasant experiences. Yes. And that kind of stuck in my mind <laughs> since. And um, I've been very aware um, with aversion how easy it is to see the dukkha of aversion. But pleasant is pleasant, and yes. um, Does it, feel like dukkha? it seems counterintuitive that it's dukkha. Yeah. I guess my question is really, can you, have, um, can you have a pleasant experience that doesn't involve um, craving or attachment, and it just comes and it goes like anything else? <coughs> yeah. So, pleasant experience pleasant experience experience ကြာတော့ဟိုမှာလောဘမပါရင်သူအကောင်းနေလို့မမြင်တော့ပဲလောဘအတော့မောဟနဲ့လောဘကအကောင်းနေထင်တယ်ဖို့တစ်ချိတ
a pleasant experience and whether you can just know it without craving. And he said, um, yes. He says, you, if there is the understanding of the nature of the thing. He says, again, we can't make it, when the mind is neutral, then the mind cannot find it desirable. That's the difference. That experience may have its characteristics, whatever it is, but there is not the the emoting of the mind and the and the interpreting it as something desirable when the mind is neutral. When the mind understands when the mind understands dukkha, it is not suffering. When the mind understands dukkha, it understands that it, it, it doesn't feel attached because of the understanding that it's inherently not reliable and so on. So it doesn't feel attached to it. It has no need to hang on because it understands there's nothing to hang on to. So the mind is free. So the understanding of dukkha brings freedom or liberation, he says. So it brings a, an actually a, an openness to the mind rather than a... ตามเลยดูดิดาว่าทุกข์ก็สัพเพิงโนบาลาเปียนนั่นแหละทุกข์ก็ซ้ําอยู่แบบนี้ว่าเออชาติน่ะเรามาก็มาชาติน่ะเ
And again, the only happiness we have understood in our lives, generally so far, will have been sensual happiness. So we think we've, we've come to get more of that. He says, he asks yogis sometimes, why have you come to meditate? And they say, uh, I've come to meditate to find peace or happiness. He says, and he knows for sure there's going to be greed in that yogi when practicing. But there's not enough wisdom to understand. Knowledge experience understanding knowledge Sometimes there is not even any theoretical knowledge given that there could be some other kind of happiness. And then um, of course the lack of experienced understanding um, of what other kinds of happiness will be. Yeah. Might be. <laughs> เออซันนี่เป็นดุขะตัวนี่ดูเลยคนละดุขะก็น่าเลยแค่ตัวโดราเนี่ยโดราไปยอกเลยตัวนี้โดราเลยมึงตัวตัวมันใจตัวรู้
So that's the understanding of dukkha. Understanding is not good, but not, but also that is not bad. It's just that way. <laughs> because if it was bad, then it's just a version. Reality are neutral. But reality is neutral. <coughs> When we understand reality, he says, we don't have any illusions about it anymore. We cannot think it is good. And we also know it's it's not necessarily bad in itself, you know. We have no illusions about it. It is just the way it is. It's neutral. He says, our gradual building of insight is necessary, you know, when we don't have enough wisdom and insights, he says, whatever we experience, our mind veers to the extremes of aversion and and attachment. (coughs) Yes. And the insights, the understanding of things brings us back to the middle path of understanding how things are as they are. And then, yeah, slowly, more and more insights will bring us closer and closer to the way. Another level of understanding, um, Dukkha, he says, when we begin to understand that um, at a fundamental level, Nama Rupa, the body and mind processes, are also relentless and unreliable. But we can't throw it away. <laughs> the irony being, we have to use this. We have to make use of this process to liberate ourselves from it. So we're rowing a boat and uh, it, it can be tiring, relentless and so on, but we cannot get, jump out of the boat and get rid of the boat until we get to the other side. So until we're safe on the, on the other shore, we need to use the boat. At that time you kick. No. <laughs> when you get to the other shore, you can kick the boat. <laughs> Tamil is so subtle. Delicate. Delicate, he said. We have a lot of insights together, a lot of wisdom together. Another he says there are a group of yogis at the center who often report. I mean, because we learn theoretically that anatta means there is no Oh, 
So he said, so they often talk about, and because theoretically they're, they're told, okay, anatta means it's not me, it's not myself, it's not mine. Um, and it, he said it's easy to impose this on the experience. It's easy to, you know, just like he suggests, use it. So this is just an experience. And so it's easy to see this as an experience, it's nature, it's not me. It is an experience. And he says, so this, this, these yogis will say, so... Uh, I understand this. No me, no I. They say, no me, no I. And he no says, self. No self. Another one, another one. They say, they understand this not self. Then he asks, but what is it? Said, oh, don't know. But he said that's very important because it's not complete to just know that this is an experience. There is also, what is it? Maybe this experience is not. No me, no I. No me, no I. No me, no I. So this is not self, but what is it? It still has its characteristics. It still has its realities. It is still arising. It is still happening. What is it? We have to understand that. Then the understanding is complete. He says if we don't understand it is conditioned, there are causes of giving rise to effects, there are conditions bringing this and, and everything else around it. No, Anisa, ကျတော့ပြီးပြပါအနေဆာဖြစ်ပြီးပြတာပဲတင်းလိုက်ရှာဟုတ်ဟုတ်အာနားလည်တာကြီးအနေဆာကိုနားလည်တာအမျိုး
Yeah, and neither will be in a joy. So it doesn't matter how you see impermanence, is it? So it's not to describe an experience that, yeah. So how would you describe impermanence, he said? <laughs> he says, often the understanding of uh, anatta is not strong, and then, and then I see impermanence. Who understand? I understand. He says that's why we first need to understand the unique characteristics of each experience or each mind and so on. For example, how does greed behave? How does what are the principles behind the way greed works? What are the principles behind the way perception works, the way aversion works, the way awareness works, the way cause and effect works? You know, these are principles. And he says, until we understand all these <coughs> unique characteristics, he says, we cannot understand the general characteristics which are nietzsche dukkha and not. Not really deep. Is it just one person left? <coughs> Who left? Hey, look at that. Who left this group today? Buckley, Buckley. No, not the group here. Kibi, Buckley. Kibi, Buckley. Kibi, sorry. Kibi, Buckley. 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 Okay. He wants to hear your story, your your dhamma talk. No, 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 I talk about her. So I want to know your story. Your experience. Share something about your experience. Then I can explore your experience. Then I can explore. Thank you for uh, the blue book, the red book, the green book. Seriously, thank you. The green book, it's interesting to see the evolution of the teaching. The green book starts to become a practice manual. That the red book is more like a philosophy, and the blue book is more like pithy aphorisms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
And it's 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 like a, an engineering guide to the mind, um, and it starts off with a, with an equation: awareness plus wisdom. Mm -hmm. um, and I took it as that and started practicing, pretty much like a pilot of an airplane on a pre-flight checklist. It's like mm -hmm. sight check, relaxation check, <laughs> <laughs> and. Turning to the mind, it's a feelings check. It all was very clinical. <clears throat> and from looking around me, I don't think I was the only one that was taking it very clinically. And then on Tuesday, a Dharma friend, who I hadn't seen in six months since the last retreat, gave me this big, we gave each other this big bear hug, met each other. And the smile lasted for about an hour. I couldn't get rid of it. And it changed the way I did the practice. I started remembering last retreat, after about two months, it was a concentration intensive. The breath started becoming my best friend. Uh, there was a lot of affection there. And so I started looking at awareness with trying to get the mind interested in it, mm. without forcing the mind to get interested in it. And so I started looking at all the good qualities of the awareness, like uh, it's always there. It's quiet. Mm. It doesn't change like the breath. It doesn't go in and out. Mm. It's very constant mm. and dependable. I started getting this gratitude for the experience of awareness. And it, it harkens back to what Carol was talking about last night, the, the power of gratitude, sort of relaxing and energizing at the same time. But I couldn't do that with the mind. There's no gratitude for the mind. <laughs> it's, it's, compassion was probably the best approach for that. But then when I started doing that, the practice softened. It became easier. It became more fun. ตัวสาวพอเพราะเลยสาวตัวมุขปัตตาเสวะสาวเสียกล่าวเนี่ยเลยสาวดีบลูเปี้ยวเนี่ยเลยสรุปว่าเสียงอัดทั้งหมดเ
ทำไมมาตูอันนี้เอาเป็นซินซ่าเลยเนี่ยดิฉันอะตูอันนี้สกาวตูมามีเลยเนี่ยอันนั้นตูอะแต่มันท่าลงเนาะแต่มันท่าลงเนาะตูอันนี้มาลูกดาหนึ่งล้านล้านจ้าเราเลยดีอันนั้นชุดอะกูยังตั้งยังจีโร่พี่ลาเลยกูเนี่ยมีอะไรสิเนี่ยเลยอันนั้นตูแต่ดีอยู่อันนู้นซินซ่าเมื่อสุดแล้วตูลูกดาเลยอันนั้นแต่ดีอยู่อันนู้นซินซ่าเนาะตูนั่นเป็นแต่ดีอยู่ อ่ะเต็มมาลงเพนเนี่ยตัวมาลงเซ็งเงินซ่าตัวมวยอ่ะมาเลยลูกตัวจีเลยเลยจีโร่ตัวดีอ่ะอ๋อตัวอเมริก
Yeah, now we're just one week old. The baby sleeps a lot at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Another Sierra has told me the problem is I have the mind of a three-year-old. Maybe in the sense of wisdom. Yeah, he says in another retreat, this uh, yogi had been practicing nine days and then he had a he uh, had an explosion, strong aversion. And he said to Sarah, I've been practicing continuously nine days. He said, what happened? And Sarah said to him, your awareness is nine days old. Dosa is like... 60-something years old. <laughs> it's big. All nine finished? Nine finished? First round. <laughs> Second round? Yes, yes. Alright, um... Don't quite know which angle to approach it. Um... It's the difficult side of practice, but um, <laughs> when <laughs> no, I'm just translating. The awareness is is pretty good. It's pretty what level it's at. It's pretty constant. And a couple of days before coming to the retreat, I'm going to really shorten this. Something happened in my physical body that um, I'll probably know by the end of the retreat how serious it is and so forth, and it's affecting my, my body. I feel like I showed up with a different body at the retreat. At times it's been frightening, but I've been able to use the practice to say, okay, it's scary, fine, it's life. But when, when you're, and this is going toward more ways to access right view. When you feel numb with fear and you're, you're actually, it's like you, you're captive and your whole body is feeling it. What are some other ways of accessing right view uh, beyond, um, okay, thought is just thought because the body is really feeling it. So just other ways that I have to choose from <laughs> to try to access my view. ตุตุขันนะโกจังตุตุโกยอกะชิมาโอ้อะติตะคูตุนะติลาเนาะสิกะจ่อกเตวอจ่อกเตวตุชูเลยดําเนตะขะตะลีเนี่ยสิกะอ
ปลุกย่อมเลยตาสินซาโดเตสินซาดาเตกูรามย่อมอัตโตบินาเลยมาเวติสานาเลยมาเวสินซาดาก็ดีตะมิดีโลเวตาเวสินซาดูราเวดี
pain is just pain. 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 Take some kind of mental preparation, then he says, you know, because we can't help what happens to the body. And hopefully it's a case of it may or may not happen. He says, um, if we're just if you're just fearing ahead, what if? You know, he says then. Yeah, certain things have, have happened already. The mind is quick, he says, but you must learn to understand it. He says, then you can get relief from the mind's own yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, so. Okay, good luck with the right view. <laughs> good luck with the right view. Okay, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, he says, when there is an understanding that. I don't know, the words seem very inadequate, um, you know, that there is a cause and effect. Mm. There were some causes, this is an effect. Um, that this is the nature of the, the mind and body, um, or the body, you know. Um, there process must be some basic. deep understanding about process the fact basic. that there is just a process. And not so much identification with it. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> yesterday afternoon, he said something about um, knowing what is known, and then something about knowing what is not known. Oh yes, I got it wrong. He explained it in the afternoon group as well. Um, he was talking about when we know we are knowing, we will also be, we will also clearly recognize when we are not knowing. When we are aware, clearly there is awareness. Then we will clearly be aware of what it's like when there is <coughs> no awareness. <coughs> That's what he meant. Yesterday, Sandal talked about um, torpor in mind. Um, restlessness is, is um, something that is experienced much more, I experience much more than torpor. <coughs> I wondered if the restlessness should be resisted as well. Resisted? Yeah, or um, not let it 
my body twitches a lot and um, my mind flits around a lot and uh, so it's sort of the opposite of torpor. But are you aware of all this? Yes, yes, and, and it is, um, um, I just wondered, um, yesterday he said not to, to give in to the torpor and so I was wondering if the same applied to the restlessness not to not to let the body move, not to let the mind flip. Time I will send my people, send me my people, you know. Do a restless fit, time I will take a hold, do a kind of go to Kali, Holodi, no lope, Seka, Hoyoni, or Yoda, a Kolodi last or tea there. But Piam, no, I'm not, I'm not going to slow down. Sicking the tree out. When he was talking about torpor yesterday, um, he's really trying to address um, not the active working with torpor, like there's torpor, you're aware of it, and and maybe there's aversion to it, and trying to work with aversion and, and stuff like that. He's fine with that. But there were people who were keeled over and not even aware. <laughs> Obviously, he thinks, or, or because they weren't doing anything to correct themselves, you know, and so he is concerned about people who <coughs> who get into torpor and they're not really working with it actively. They're sort of like they think they're aware. They think they're in this gentle, quiet awareness, and then going and going and going and. They're not even recognizing it. Sometimes they're just enjoying that state, thinking that they're in a state of quiet awareness. He's trying to knock people out of that habit. Yeah. 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 When... 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 Restlessness is a natural. Sorry, restlessness is a natural energy of the mind. He says, and um, and he's not concerned about judging that. Yep, this is how the body is. This is how the mind is. If you, if there is acceptance and right attitude, be aware of it. That's all. He's really. He's really concerned about people being aware of whether their mind is working correctly or not. Mm. So in torpor, very often people can be not recognizing whether their mind is working properly with it or not. Now, yeah. there is a danger if they're not recognizing that they're in torpor that. Um, it just becomes a habit. Every time the mind, the, bo- the body is set, the mind will go into torpor. Yeah. The mind is a is a mostly a maze of habit patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now anybody can ask questions. Yes. This is very related to that question. Um, 
So what I've been noticing with the habit pattern of restlessness, mm -hmm. which I have a lot of both physically and mentally, uh, most of my practice I've used an anchor, and that's helped to um, bring more continuity of awareness. Mm -hmm. So um, this week I've been, you know, kind of doing what I understood was being asked to uh, be doing more choiceless awareness and mm -hmm. following, and I'm finding my mind very agitated and that I'm not developing a... Um, but are you aware of that? The awareness is... Um, or you get something the, to it. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be there and then it's like, it's almost like I get wrapped up in a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a yeah. total disorientation. And okay. so I'm just wondering what's the skillful way to work with that. Restlessness to male, Kanako, say your restlessness, Miare, you know, so into I into Kuba, you run an airport, ten yard, and good yard. To a colon tivo juzain. Sick a restlessness in Yala into a dear a sick of a tivo juzaro, I am a wind papa warrior, and a blue look. I don't say to my eating a sick, a tea city, did I say to Kuba? You wait, Janaba looks at me. He says. He says, um, if you are aware of your awareness, he says that's the most important mind to be aware of. Yeah? Because that's the one that's doing the work. So you want to keep knowing that it's doing the work, then you can not get sucked in. You might just be looking at the concepts of the thinking mind and that's why you're getting sucked in. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not able to anchor yourself to the awareness, that can be quite difficult mm -hmm. and subtle. He says, anchor yourself, al you know, alternate between the body and mm -hmm. recognizing thought. Okay. So recognizing sensation and right. then thought, sensation right. and then thought, so you don't get sucked in. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing to kind of ground in it is it's it feels much easier to like I'm holding the anchor much more lightly there's been a lot of striving using the anchor for calm in yeah. the past so yeah. I'm holding it much more lightly but yeah I find like I yeah. It's like I need the string on the kite because otherwise the kite is not going to be able to do it. Yes, of course, he says, if we need something to anchor us so that we, so that makes us know that we are aware, use that. Sure. Yeah, he says, because if there's awareness, there's always an object. So if the object is our reflection that there is awareness, use that. Yeah. เรื่องเล็กกูเจ้าเลยไอ้คนกูพี่อยู่ท่าเลยสิตัวพี่อยู่ท่ามันตัวดอกเข้าตัวเข้าเปลี่ยนเลยหัวเราะโซโซไปไ
wisdom cannot arise because we're, we're not trying to understand reality. Yeah. Yeah. Even if we should use one object, he says, if we were using it with the right intention or the right understanding that, you know, you can build continuity by, um, by paying attention to one thing. And then once you feel like the continuity has given the awareness strength, and in order to use that strength to then um, observe the things that you need to, he says, then that skillful means. But if you're doing it just to avoid or or try to make that thing go away by avoiding it. He says, then it will never end. You, you yeah. just keep having to run away. Restlessness will come over and over again. So we've got to understand. Recording a recording the recording chip has no more memory. We've <laughs> got like maybe two minutes more, so um, so I think we're going to stop. <laughs> Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.